0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Step Work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: My name is Karen M., and this is the Just for Today for November 4th. Exchanging Love. We give love because it was given so freely to us. New frontiers are open to us as we learn how to love. Love can be the flow of life energy from one person to another. Basic text, page 105. Love given and love received is the essence of life itself. It is the universal common denominator connecting us to those around us. Addiction deprived us of that connection, locking us within ourselves. The love we find in the NA program reopens the world to us. It unlocks the cage of addiction, which once imprisoned us. By receiving love from others in NA, we find out perhaps for the first time what love is and what it can do. We hear fellow members talk about the sharing of love and we sense the substance it lends to their lives. We begin to suspect that if giving and receiving love means so much to others, maybe it can give meaning to our lives too. We sense that we are on the verge of a great discovery. Yet we also sense that we won't fully understand the meaning of love unless we give ours away. We try it and we discover the missing connection between ourselves and the world. Today, we realize that what they said was true. We keep what we have only by giving it away. Just for today, life is a new frontier for me. And the vehicle I will use to explore it is love. I will give freely the love I have received. Thanks for letting me read.
0: In today's episode we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our returning guest, Chrissy C. Hey Chrissy, welcome to welcome back to the Anonymous podcast. Hi, Doug. Chrissy, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings and could you could you give your home group a shout out?
2: Sure. My clean date is 4506 and my home group is the Saturday night basement group. Um and uh, shout out to the basement group.
0: That was my home group for a long time. Southwestern Pennsylvania. There it is. All right, Chrissy, you ready? Yep. Could you share your thoughts on exchanging love?
2: So, my thoughts on exchanging love, that is a very broad topic, but very important topic. And I feel that, you know, being in addiction, um, you know, uh, life was so cunning, baffling, powerful, um, deceiving, um, all the negative things that go about addiction. And, um, um, you know, the friends that I had in addiction were, you know, it was all about, you know, who I could hurt and, Um, You know, how could I get the next one? And, you know, I never really had a a true friend. I was incapable of being a true friend. Um, All my relationships were built on um, manipulation and lying and cheating. And, you know, when I came into the when I came into the recovery scene, um, it for me, it was all about attraction rather than promotion. And I saw other people. Um, loving each other and, and not only, you know, through their words, but through their actions. And i had never seen anything like that. And I was really attracted to the way that um, people loved one another and helped one another and was there and caring. I mean, I still remember the time, you know, this was like my second job in recovery. I had about like six months clean and I, I got this, um, uh, this night, this overnight shift working at Denny's as a waitress. And there were women that were there for me, picking me up at three o'clock in the morning. And I know that when I was out in addiction, there was nobody coming, um, to pick me up at three o'clock in the morning to help me out. And I don't know, the, the women just loved me back to life and, and were able to show me through their actions, what, what love really was. And, um, that was something that, you know, even, you know, as a, you know, a child growing up in my family, you know, um, the relationship that my parents had, you know, it was all um, an image, you know, um, it, it was really hard for me to understand love because um, my parents, even though I know that they loved me, um, they, they really had a hard time showing it. And that's something that I always struggled with growing up was love, really, you know, in so many different forms of intimacy you know whether it be you know with my family my friends um relationships you know even relationships that I were in you know with other men were mostly all toxic um I I truly just didn't know what love was and like I said Mm. for me it it all started with the program um and the women in the program that that showed me through their actions of what really what love really was. And, um, you know, and I've been learning, you know, and it's been a process to learn how to, you know, love others and allow others to love me too. Um, but for me, you know, like I said, it, it all starts in the program and through learning how to love through the program, I'm able to practice it in my personal life. Um, you know, friends out of the program, friends in the program, um, you know, relationships at work, you know, um, You know, and and to try to teach others how to love. So that's my take on love.
0: So Chrissy, when 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 you're talking about the lady showing up, you know, and taking you to work and 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 this, um, could you share with some of our listeners so so if they're getting clean now and they're in that same spot as you are saying and, and 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 me too, right? Like getting clean, I didn't really um I didn't have any memories I could pull and say, Hey, this is what unconditional love. This is, this is what freely giving giving yourself to somebody looks like, right. It was always, you know, what well, what can I get, right. Let me use you as a ways and means, right. You know, that, and that mentality. And so, and so if our listeners are, are, are getting clean and they're, they're, they're looking around and saying, okay, how, how do I, what does this love actually look like? So you mentioned, you know, the ladies picking you up after your shift, could you share some other things? Like what what did you see? What were those acts? What did, you know, how did you experience that love getting clean? And then the second question would be, how did you start giving love after you got clean?
2: Okay. Those are great questions. And in addition to, you know, women picking me up at three o'clock, other ones were, you know, I remember, um, my second sponsor, um, she would, you know, all kind of women just would pick me up and keep their commitments, you know, cause I was so used to, you know, people making commitments and then canceling last minute. And, um, you know, women would, would make commitments with me and actually keep them. If they said that they were going to pick me up at five o'clock, you know, for a meeting and we were going to have coffee before or after, you know, they stuck to their commitment and they were of their word. And um, so that's one of the ways, um, you know, showing up for work, um, um, giving me money. Um, I remember, you know, I was new in the program and I didn't have any money. And, um, you know, we all went out to fellowship afterward one night and I and I was low on cash and women were like, here, I'll buy you dinner. And and I remember thinking there's got to be a motive. People just don't buy people dinner. And they were like, just stay clean just stay clean. And I remember thinking like, wow. And they're like, there's going to come a day when you're going to take somebody out to dinner and you're going to return the favor and you're going to tell them just stay clean. And it was small things. It wasn't even big things. It was just small little things, you know, rides, um, commitments, um, you know, uh, people just showing up. Um, I remember when my dad died, you know, so many Mm. people from the fellowship came to support me, Um, you know, other things, you know, anniversary parties, small things Mm -hmm. like that, that, that normal people would be like, oh, well, that's so stupid. But for me, it was so huge because people didn't do stuff like that, you know, Um, Mm. you know, getting together, you know, after a Friday night meeting and playing cards and just sitting up for all hours of the evening, um, just talking about recovery and other people just sharing their experience, strength and hope of what it was like. and you know, um, nobody wanting anything in return, nobody wanting anything for me. I just kept waiting for somebody to like want something or, or whatever. And, and, and I could never find it, you know, it was genuine. It was just genuineness and I could feel it. I could feel the genuineness from people, you know, and, and that's when I knew that like, this is, this was something I'd never experienced before, you know? And, um, you know, and, and that's how I learned, you know, was from people, you know, give it, like I said, giving me rides to work rides, to meetings, people didn't have to do that. Right. You know, I lost my license for 18 months. So I never got my license back. So I was 18 months clean and sober. And I found a ride to a meeting every day, at least one meeting work, at least five days a week, Um, you know, everything, um, because my sponsor recommended that I find rides to work in meetings and, um, I never once missed work and I never once missed a meeting, you know, and, and everybody was always there and willing to help me. And it's through those small little things. Like I said, that normal people would be like, Oh, well, that's nothing. But it was huge for me because Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like that because out in the, you know, out in my addiction, everything was conditional. Mm -hmm. Everything was based off of what I had or what they had. And, and, and I had, you know, it wasn't like that. And, and that's what showed me what love was. And then, you know, after practicing that and really living that, then I was able to, you know, apply that to people that I helped, you know, people that I sponsor people that I help. You know, i i do my I do my best. I'm not perfect, but I do my best at you know keep them commitments and you know right. being there for the women. There's certain people that set up with me and certain people that call me, and I do my best to you know answer the phone and be there for them. You know, because I want to show them what that unconditional love is.
0: No, and you know, Christy, and I've seen that that transformation. You know, with you of being of being like, hey. I'm just desperate to not live how I was living. Right. That was you getting clean and, and, and like to know now that you're, that you're passing this message on to others. When, when really, if you take a step back and say, you know what, you, you probably shouldn't, you know, by rights, right. Like you probably shouldn't be alive today. And, and now you get to live free and to help other people to live free. It's powerful, man. Like it's powerful. And I'm really proud of you, man. Like really like from the bottom of my, my heart, you know, I've known you for a long time. I'm really proud of you. And, you know, one thing that fires up my spirit when you were talking about, I, I want our listeners to really grasp the, this, this concept. So when you said, you know, one of the things that how they showed you love was giving you money. Okay. Um, I, I want our listeners to really, to, to just grab onto this. I, I would, when I got clean, I got clean in 2000. It was the same people who 12 step you 12 step me. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so check this out. We, I want to say every day of the week, but it was probably more like a minimum of at least four, at least four times a week after the meeting, we would go out to eat. Right. Right. And, uh, I, and for, for at least a year, I think at least, I don't think I paid for one meal that I ate after the meeting. I didn't have anything. Right. Like I didn't have a damn thing. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but man, I could order whatever I need, you know, whatever I wanted. I, I it it was never, it was never, Hey, I can't go fellowship tonight because I don't have money. That was that, that, that just wasn't happening. Right. Like, you know, we're not allowed to say that, you know? So it's like, and now, and now it's almost like it's, 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 Hey, we get to buy the new person's meal. You know what I mean? Like how, how cool is that, man? Like we get to do the same thing that the old timers did for us. You know, we get to do that now.
2: And you, and you made me think of something else too, Doug, when, um, you know, for that 18 months that I didn't drive, I was never once ever was asked for gas money ever. And, um, so that's something that I apply now because back you know, in my addiction, it was, oh, how much gas money you got? How much gas money you got? How many bags you got? Or, you know, there was always a condition, how many bags you got for this, or, you know, this, Mm. this, it's going to cost this, this much to go to Pittsburgh. And, you Mm. know, uh, and, and it's like, well, you know, when I came into the program, you know, getting, finding rides to meetings, finding rides to work, wherever else I needed to go, not once ever did somebody ask me for gas money. And that's something that I apply today. So no matter, who, who's, you know, who needs a ride or where they need to go? I never, even if they try to give me money, I never take it because I feel like that's that's part of that unconditional love.
0: Hey man, look, you know, and 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 we and we do have to preface with this, right? Like, we know the literature is very clear. Like, look, we're not what, what's it say? We, we we're not counseling, social service, you know, and all that stuff, right? Like, that's that's not what we that what we are, and that's true, right? We're not, you know, bankers, shit like that. And, and that's all fine and good but man look there is something special when you when you get to that place in your recovery and say you know what man whatever I can do to help fuck it let me do it yep. whether it's a meal whether it's a ride whether it's a place to stay what what whatever that looks like and and Chrissy and that's that commitment right there that allows us to live free a day at a time man for real yep. that's the freedom piece that's the love oh, absolutely. yeah that's the love that's good shit all right, Chrissy, look. Um, I'm just super excited, you know, to have you back on the podcast for real. Really, it just does my heart good, you know, and knowing that you're doing so well. Um, so look, let me ask you this. Uh I know that that usually the the guest I ask, you know, what would you say to yourself if you're just getting clean, knowing what you know now? But a returning guest, I uh, would like to ask if if we have some new folk listening, um, you know, that 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 maybe sick and that suffering addict, right, who needs to hear this message. So could you share a couple of things you would like to say to somebody who who is just new, just getting clean, maybe a day clean, week clean, whatever that is. Maybe they're not clean and somehow they, you know, they hit this podcast, whatever country they're in, whatever. Um, could you send some love their way? Could you talk to them for a second?
2: Absolutely. So if you're new here and this is like, you know, your first, you know, your first day, first 24 hours, first week. My, my hope for you is that, you know, um, for me, it, it, it's very, very hard, um, very confusing, lots of ups and downs. One day I'm, I'm waking up, I'm depressed. The next minute um, I'm manic, super happy. And hmm. every day was different. Never know how I'm going to feel. And, um, you know, my hope for you is that you just sit still get in somebody's back pocket, get a sponsor as soon as you can Um, build a support group, get phone numbers, use them, Um, uh, you know, and don't pick up no matter what, because every the tomorrow will get better. Your day will get better as long as you don't pick up that first one, because as soon as you pick the first one up, all bets are off. Life's not going to get better. But as long as we continue to put that work in, put that action in, sit still, learn how to wait on God. Things will get better. Our situations will get better. We will get better. It just takes time. Nothing happens overnight. We didn't become addicted in one day. We're not going to get better in one day. So we just got to sit still, um, not pick up get use, get and use the phone numbers and get a sponsor. Oh my God. A sponsor is so pertinent to this program. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a sponsor can lead and teach you how to live this new way of life. And, um, you know, even if you don't know who to get, just, just get somebody, just get somebody, you know, and you, and use them. And, and, And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Get somebody else, but just get somebody, um, anybody. And, um, Um, just sit still that's all I have
0: thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world stop by the Facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts until next time I'm your host Douglas L namaste and God bless